Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here, as always, super happy and excited to be here with you. And today I have a very special, amazing guest with me, which is Rose Cox. And she is one of my fellow um, colleagues and she lives in Australia and she works especially with highly sensitive entrepreneurs. And she's an ICF certified human potential coach an advanced rapid transformational therapist, clinical hypnotherapist, business strategist, energy practitioner and also the founder of the HSP business school, which HSP, if you're a highly sensitive person, you will know what this means. It's the highly sensitive people, or I like to call them peeps. So welcome, Rose. So happy to have you. Thanks, Annalena. It's lovely to be on your podcast. Yes. So we're going to talk all about being a highly sensitive person, especially in the online space, which, as you know, I am totally am a highly sensitive person myself. And I was on your summit uh, recently as well, right? For highly yes. sensitive entrepreneurs, which was mm-hmm. beautiful to be there. So I would just love to hear a little bit about your story, like being a highly sensitive person yourself and your motivation to bring this into the world. Um, where do I start? So <laughs> I'm actually very new to the highly sensitive person trait I only discovered this myself last year mm-hmm. and it was during my first summit I've I've hosted three summits now um, my first summit I had a bit of an overwhelm breakdown moment in the middle of it and um, yeah long story there it was just a lot to take on and I realized about halfway through it, this one was a two-week summit, so it was pretty long. Um, I realized halfway through it, I was listening to a podcast with a lady called Julie Beeland, and she talked about the HSP trait, and everything she talked about in the episode, I just thought, this is me, and it, it actually made me feel very validated and very calm in the way that it's like oh there's nothing wrong with me this is actually just how I am and I was I guess swimming upstream trying to do business strategies for non-highly sensitive people because the coach I was working with at the time was Mm. kind of pushing me and you know pushing me in a nice way to do a summit in her way and it just did not sit with me so after that I I read loads of books. I did lots of studying to really look into this trait and how I could use it to my advantage rather than 
doing everything the wrong way. And so I hosted two more summits and they were both called the HSP Entrepreneur Summit. And I really got to know a lot of other beautiful fellow HSPs like yourself by interviewing for my summit. And, and then I developed the HSP Business School. I've taken everything I've learned over the years, um, both in my online businesses and in different courses, um, studies that I've done. And yeah, I've made this beautiful learning experience for fellow HSPs to, to learn how to build a business their way or our way. Oh, I love that. And we will talk a little bit more about the business school in a little bit. Um, but I'm curious. So we were saying you you did the summit before the kind of more pushy way or extroverted way. And mm. how, what did you shift? Like, how do you set up a summit, for example? Like, what are some of the shifts that you make so it's more applicable for a highly sensitive person? So I... When I, when I set up the second summit and the third, I I really felt into what felt good for me when I was reaching out to speakers. In, in the first summit, I was taught that we had to ask for a certain email list size and the speakers had to promote. They had to do, I think it was two, two solo emails and three social posts. And that didn't feel right to me. And... So when I did the second summit, I kind of, I, I didn't ask about the list size. I mean, I asked, but it was optional. I didn't have a minimum list size. And I also didn't require people to post. I thought if people want to post about it, then they will. And I just, I felt into that and that felt really good for me. And then, so the next two summits I did just felt in flow. It felt easeful and I had fun I really had fun mm. and it it was so different it just felt really different and I guess the other thing I'm really into systems and processes so I I set things up in a way that it, it was easy to just keep keep following the systems and the processes I think that's how my mind works that I need to have this sort of structure in place and having that I guess having that structure in place helps with any overwhelm because you you feel a peace of mind because it's all taken care of. Yeah, you just mentioned a couple of things I want to touch upon because I think they're very um, fundamentally important. Um, the first thing I want to say, because I was part of your summit, you were extremely organized. It was one of the favorite summits because I have done lots of summits and I have had some other ones that were quite rushed and pushy and and. Um, and, and this one thing that you mentioned with the size of the email list that kind of brings up a little story because I remember when I was in college, you know, I, I studied business at the time and mm -hmm. I wanted to get an internship at one of these big companies. And I remember when I applied, oftentimes the response I was like, well, you already have to have had a traineeship to be accepted here. And I was like, how can I ever get my first one? Right. I, I, I felt yeah. it was so unfair. And when somehow when you mentioned this I made the connection in my brain mm, yeah yeah because it's this like you just go with which is the sensitivity you allow yourself to feel into what feels right and I honestly believe that I think all of us humans we have a certain level of sensitivity right 
Yeah. Um, and you allowed yourself to trust yourself what felt good and you allowed yourself to have fun instead of following these like numbers and specific things that may look good on paper but who mm. knows because you may have a person that has no email list but it's the most incredible contribution to your summit and it's going to create a ripple effect in the world. Like that's where we like, we take away the logic from the mind, right? We just go with yeah. what, what feels right in our, in your, just to throw in a little bit of human design, you are also manifesting generator. So it's that gut feeling, right? Where you just like, it just feels right to me and I'm just going to do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I did have one of my speakers had no email list, but she was a client and I knew she was a wonderful speaker and she had a lot to offer the audience so that to me was more important to bring value to the audience and to also give her a chance to to speak and that felt really good yeah because it's also I have to because I'm I'm also very I'm all about integrity and supporting each other collaboration all these kind of things and I mean the reality is if we think logically about it if we're only going to have people in summits that already have an email list like this how are we going to get the other ones ever up there seriously yes exactly I want to thank you for trusting yourself and giving people a chance that may be new in the business world and they may not have that email list Mm. Yeah, I think there's much more important things than the size of your email list. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love that. It's, uh, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah, and then I would just love to hear from you now that you are specialized in working with highly sensitive entrepreneurs. Like, do you enjoy that much more? And and now that you also know that's who you really are. Yeah, definitely. But the funny thing was, when I discovered I had this trait, um, I also realized that all of the clients that I was working with at the time, and a couple of them are still with me, they were all HSPs as well. Mm-hmm. And and I was able to share the the trait with them and and it really helped them. It helped to validate them and their businesses. So it was like yeah, yeah. this kind of ripple effect. But yeah, I I love working with other HSPs because I understand I understand them. Um, I've had lots of coaches in the past who were non-HSPs, and I don't think they had that same level of understanding as an HSP. My current coach is an HSP, and she understands me so well, which I think makes a huge difference when you're working with somebody. I love, I love that so much. And, and I have to say, because I, I used to, I have worked with lots and lots of coaches myself. And I, I thought I'm not made for this online business world where it was so pushy. And I, I felt like I have to be stronger. I have to be more confident. And it's not okay to feel all these things and share my vulnerabilities and all this kind of stuff, right? So yeah, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm just so thankful that you do what you do. And I would love for you to also share a little bit about what you're doing in the HSP um, business school. Yeah, so I am i didn't mention, but I had my own web development business for about 20 years before I changed career and became a hypnotherapist and a coach. Um, so I've got that business background, that online business background, both on the technology side. And, and then about four or five years ago, I trained to be a rapid transformational therapist and clinical hypnotherapist so I've 
got the mindset side as well. So I'm bringing bringing these together. I'm kind of blending the business and the mindset. And I've also, I completed last year, I completed a training which has given me all the business frameworks and tools to share in the business school as well. I became a conscious certified, a certified conscious consultant, mm, yes. a business consultant. So the frameworks that I am certified to share in the business school have been used for about, I'd say about 15 to 20 years mm -hmm. with six seven figure business owners so they're proven strategies and I just I love that I'm able to bring all of it together and plus the energy um, healing so I'm also an energy practitioner mm -hmm. so it's kind of a unique blend it's an interesting blend and I'm I'm just so excited about it because I haven't seen anybody else do do that in this space and specifically for highly sensitive people as well I have to say, I mean, it really resonates with me because, I mean, I'm I'm probably one of your ideal clients at some point. So because mm. I'm a highly sensitive person, I personally struggle with all the systems and things to put in place because mm. I'm much more of like go with the flow kind of energy. And luckily I have my VA now. She's taking care of some of the more strategy things. And like mm. it's, it's like, because it's, it's hard for me. And I'm so much better at doing other things. Um, and yeah. we definitely, especially to to live this more like chilled entrepreneur life, right? Where we don't work our butts off. Mm. In technology is here for a good reason, right? Of course, we can also get too stuck up into it. And I remember when I first started my coaching, I was too much into like, I need to have a website. I need to have all the systems, but I wasn't really clear on my product. I wasn't being fully believing in myself. But yeah. now that I'm like years later, I'm so confident in my services. I like I can change a person's life just in one session. This stuff is mm -hmm. amazing. Um, I know what I'm doing. And um, but then it's like, okay, now the website and the systems, they really make a lot of sense because you can reach more people. You can make money when you sleep because the systems they they keep working for you. And so that's definitely something like for myself. Like in a just on this podcast right now like you know I started it for the fun of it because I just love to talk and I love to have conversations and I feel like I have a lot to say <laughs> um and yeah and I was like well podcast just sounds fun and easy and and now like you know like every episode I mean in the beginning like every episode had like 30 downloads and 50 and now it's like over 500 and I'm like wow, wow. this is cool right yeah, um, because yeah. you're starting to like this is making an impact. This is changing people's mm -hmm. lives because there are these brilliant people out there. Um, they have created these platforms, and I, I just have to put my recording in there, and they are sending it out to all these different, like to iTunes, to Spotify. Like, I mean, yeah. thank God, and this is actually for free, like uh, to yeah. do all this. So there's so much um potential how we can reach people all over the world with having systems in place so mm. i think it's just really brilliant and and i, I mean i love you're a, a rapid transformational therapist that's the one by marissa pia right yes that's yeah. right yes yeah yeah you're a clinical hypnotherapist you also do the energy work i mean mm. honestly so if you guys are interested like if you're a highly sensitive entrepreneur if you're overwhelmed with all the tech stuff 
you also want to do energy healing, all that good stuff. I mean, I highly recommend checking out the HSP Business School. There will be also in the show notes, there will be a link so you can check it out. And Rosie, I think you were saying you, you even have like a, a special founders rate right now until September yes. 23rd or something. Yeah, yeah. The um, So the applications close on September the 23rd. And before then, the founders rate is 497 per month. Mm -hmm. for the and it's a six-month course so yeah it's going to be going up to it'll be 677 a month mm -hmm. after the 23rd of September and probably will increase as the school grows well, because yeah. I'm adding a lot to the library as well mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of extra resources outside the curriculum the six-month curriculum yeah, I love that. Beautiful. And and thank you for, for sharing that with my audience and with everybody. I love that. Oh, so, you're welcome. Beautiful. Um, so one more question I have for you, like, because we're all talking about slowing down. So how has slowing down, you know, made a difference in your life and also in your business? Oh, hugely. So I've 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 been really driven a lot of my life. And when I especially when I had my web development business, I I worked for some pretty big companies and corporations mm -hmm. so I wanted to work through the night and see you know speak to people the next day oh yeah I didn't get to bed till one and one o'clock last night or something and I look back and I think how ridiculous and why you know why did I do that to myself I'd be tired all the time and I'd work weekends and and I actually did that with my first summer as well, I I overworked, which is why I ended up with that overwhelm. Um, so I've really learned how to just step back and how to how to do less, how to get rid of perfectionism because that that's been a huge thing and it still is. I still I am still a bit of I'm, I guess I'm a recovering perfectionist, yeah. but it, it's trusting trusting that everything is perfect as it is and and I, yeah I've learned I mean I've I've always done a lot of exercise so I know when I get out into nature I walk every day it just helps me to clear clear my mind and get my body moving and mm. I've actually realized that working less I do get more done which it is, is it is kind right. of odd but yeah it yeah, yeah yeah and I have more creative thoughts and yeah, it it's a it took me I don't know over fifty years to learn this, but it's mm -hmm. it's just such a wonderful thing to know that the less I do, the more I get done. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is what this podcast is all about, right? The art of slowing mm -hmm. down to quantum leap. It's not from doing faster and doing more. We don't get there. We actually yeah. consciously slow down, and and yeah, I love because uh, you you're saying you walk a lot, and I know you you listen to this podcast yourself, and it's always it brings so much joy to me when I see this. You go for your walks, you're slowing down, you're listening to it. I love that, and um, now we want to talk also a little bit about your human design. Mm. I know everybody just can't wait for that, um, and what what you were just saying. So you have that. You you talk about perfectionism first of all, and you have actually in your um unconscious son the 18 and that's the the gates um it's all about correcting and getting things perfect and the lower expression is like we get stuck in the perfectionism in a way right so you're mm. already like you've learned that lesson and you know like there's nothing that's perfect right ever 
Um, and then the other thing about the slowing down and, and embracing more stillness is also that's actually an energy that grounds you because that's in one of your earth gates and your conscious earth. So it's all about like, yeah, being, I think just being in nature, right? It's probably very yeah. grounding and calming, like stillness and not this like hustle and bustle constantly going going around. So I love yeah. that a lot. And then the other thing which we discovered, because literally I was just pulling her chart before we got on the call. I knew you already were for six manager you had shared it with me before. Um, but then I look at the chart and I'm like, wow, she's a quad left. <laughs> and just last week I had somebody in my podcast who was a quad right. And I did a post on it on Instagram and I had all these people ask me, okay, when are you doing one for the quad left? And I said, it's coming. Um, and literally, guys, this was not planned. <laughs> I just found out that Rose is a quad left, but it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. um, so before we, we started recording, we talked a bit about it. And so being a quad left basically means if you look at somebody's human design chart, that the arrows that you have to the left and the right of your head, they're all point to the left. And basically what this means so i'm gonna just go over it so the the top left arrow on the left of the head that's pointing to the left it's about like digestion and how you take in the world in a way so um so i was asking you is it, is it true for you that you kind of you're more focused you need consistency um and and things like um meal prepping works really well for you like you kind of you have the plan and you're more in control of everything right yeah, absolutely. Everything, everything you mentioned is just so me. It's it's so interesting. I love human design. <laughs> yeah. And then the lower left, also pointing to the left, is like um about the environment. And again, you like to have a little bit of control. And we mm. were I mentioned the example of like traveling. Like if you travel, you you kind of need to know certain things that are gonna happen or where you're gonna stay. Like having no kind of plan probably freaks you out a little bit. Um, and then also when it comes to manifestation, like you like to have like follow up on your progress and how far you have come and check the numbers and all these kind of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, she's nodding. She's like nodding. So. <laughs> um, and then the, um, on the right side of your head at the top, um, at the top right. Um, so that's more about like learning and how you again it's you're usually more focused how you learn is a more logical more structured way um and you're more like zoomed in on the details you're almost kind of like a filing cabinet where you can retrieve the data from which has a, it's, it has a lot of similarities with what we often talk about the defined ajna which you don't have but if somebody's listening right now and you're quite left and you're a defined ajna you will feel it even stronger um, because the defined ajna, we always talk about like you can memorize data and it's like this filing cabinet, you pull everything out and it's a very, it's a more focused way of seeing things, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the on the on the right top, that arrow when that's pointing to the left, it's about perspective. Um, and it's also here more clear intention, more strategic and specific. And also what you're asking for. You can be a little bit more picky, you know. Um, um, so and then the the manifestation type. Um, so no, that's now actually <laughs> keep mixing up. It's it's the it's the lower arrow now we're talking about the 
on the right, the lower one. So it's also you are what we call a specific manifestation type. So mm-hmm. you can be more specific when you when you want to manifest something. Like it's like when you you know you're asking for a present or something. Like you you're easily disappointed if the present is not exactly what you want. And I ha- I have that myself. That's the only error I have pointing to the left. And I know mm-hmm. like if I get a present and I. I cannot not hide if I don't like it because it yeah. has specifics. <laughs> Can you relate to that? Uh, I absolutely relate to that too, Annalena. <laughs> okay, good. Because I, I know one time I had a friend and she was, we had like a Christmas kind of, um, you know, like the white elephant kind of thing where you give the presents. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and for some reason, I just, I did not like the color of the thing at all. And I, she asked me that I, she didn't like, I was like, I'm sorry, but. I just don't like the color and nothing wrong yeah. with the present. But, mm. um, and, and that's why I know like for the specific gift exchange, for example, I don't like when you get a random present. I rather mm. have the ones where you can, and we did it another year where we have specifically the things that we want. And I remember because I, I put like a, um, like the stone things you use for your face to massage your face and some essential oil stuff. And I, I was so excited to get my present because it was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's just like, yeah, that we, we are disappointed when we don't get exactly what we want. So anybody that has the lower, so under, if you look at the human design chart to the right, the lower arrow, if that's pointing to the left, um, you are what we call a specific manifestation type. And it's I encourage you to also, if you're in a partnership or something, like be get get really specific for what you want because you're gonna be utterly disappointed. Your partner can't, you know, um, if you don't tell them what you want, they don't know necessarily. And they may give you the most amazing present. And then we I cannot hide my disappointment, unfortunately, <laughs> as much <laughs> as I try to. Um I love that. I'm smiling because every Christmas my birthday is actually around Christmas time and every Mm. sort of December my husband is like oh what am I going to get you this year I've got two presents so I actually I've been doing this for a while he'd much rather buy something I want so I have a an Evernote a note in Evernote for my presents Mm. with the links of what he can what he can get me and it, it sounds funny but I I love I love opening presents. I know what they are, but he disguises them when he wraps them up and he'll mm. he'll like, oh, I might give it for birthday or Christmas. And yeah. so yeah. it's always quite fun. I love it. I love it. Um, and I honestly had now some epiphanies for myself because we always talk about just the manifestation, like be specific on what you want, but that's what it is. Also, you know, like ask for it and and yeah. say, what do you want to eat? Be really specific and don't say mm. like, oh, I don't care what we eat and then dinner is on the table and like ah but I don't like it so, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah beautiful and it was so funny because I was asking her I was like can you relate to being a quad left and you said right you're all about the systems and being more strategic mm. more planning and being more focused on it right yeah definitely and I didn't ask you before we record it but I don't know if being left-handed is related is that got anything to do interesting question I have no idea but I I feel like there could be something up for research we could maybe run a research Mm. again I mean I we can ask all the quad lefts that are listening here are you also left-handed it would be very interesting right it would definitely maybe maybe there's something to that um so i find find human design so fascinating you know it's like 
um because it's just like it validates who we are and because i have to think with a presence i thought in the moment when it happened there's something wrong with me like i, I have too much expectations and i'm just like that's my nature that's my being there's nothing to yeah. fix it's just like it's mm. just who i am and what I also find so beautiful, like I told you last week, I was interviewing one of my also coaching colleagues and friends. Um, he's like a medita- all into meditation, mindfulness, like kind of like the next Eckhart Tolle, you know? Oh, wow. Very, yeah. um, lots of feminine energy, very flowy. And he's a quad right, totally on point. Mm. And now I'm having this conversation with you and it's it's much more, um, much more masculine energy in a way of like, being more planning and focused and organized and all of this and the thing is like it's not like one is right or wrong it's we need Mm -hmm. it all right because I know that and also knowing you that you appreciate a lot of the what we call the quad right energies it's like the more feminine and meditation and all and like we learn from each other and like myself I have a lot of this right flowing energy so I'm not a quad right, but I have only one of these errors, the one that I was just talking about with the manifestation. Um, that's the only one I have to the left and everything is to the right. So I'm also like, I struggle with putting systems into place and being organized and planned. And like, I so appreciate you because, you know, through working with you, for example, or collaborating and like, I I, I can have you do the things that I'm not good at. And yeah. I, because I don't have to do it all, right? And mm. it's like, that's why I also want to share with the audience, like, no matter what your human design chart looks like, no matter what errors you have, it's perfect. We need all yeah. of these, right? We're not mm-hmm. here to be all the same and one is right or wrong. No, like, we have two arrows pointing to the left and two to the right or three to the right and one to the left or uh, one to the right and three to the left. Great. That's exactly yeah. how we need it. Um, and it will serve you to your highest purpose and um, just be open-minded, have a curious mind and mm. uh, show you um, what all these beautiful energies mean for you. So, um, yeah, I love this. So what left? How beautiful. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of quad left before, so it's been it's been fascinating to learn more about it. And Yeah. And, yeah, and the story structure in the systems is just yeah spot on (laughs) no and it's also like does this give you a little bit more affirmation and encouragement to get this even more out into the world it does yeah definitely because sometimes I I feel that I am too structured and too systematized but that is how I I guess combat overwhelm because I have things in place and Mm -hmm. knowing that that is my nature Mm. it is it is more validating and it's like I'm on the right path I'm not doing anything wrong and I know I've had some coaches that have encouraged me to go with the flow more and it it's just not me yeah yeah I can't I can't change that yeah and I think that's such a good important point because myself too I go so much with my unique flow and that works really well for me but again, I have three of these arrows pointing to the right, right? Um, yeah. And I have a lot of other feminine energy also in my chart. And um, like if everybody would be like that, I don't know how I would get my stuff out into the world with the systems, you know? And like, um, that's why it, the most important actually also with human design is it's, all, it's just here to help you trust yourself. 
if you want to yeah. really simplify it, forget about everything. Mm. How type you are and all the stuff and the quad left and the quad right. This is all just to reflect back to you that you're on the right path and you, yes, you can, you're supposed to trust yourself, right? Like yeah. I love it's like, yeah, you were told. And that's the other thing, no matter what we do, I realized this recently because I I have been really felt called to also bring more products and things out into the world that are also like low ticket offers, right? While we also mm. have high ticket offers, we have, I like to have something for every, everybody, honestly, because I want to make mm. global impact. I want to get human design out to the masses. And if I just have high ticket, that's not going to happen. And then like you, you talk about, you put this out there and then the same day you will find 10 people talk about why you should not do low ticket offers. And mm. and then you focus on high ticket offers and you find people that tell you should not do high ticket. And you find a yes and a no for everything, right? Yeah. And, and this is their personal opinion, what works for them. And that's great. But mm. it's ultimately what feels good and right to you. And yeah, that's that's the that's the answer. That's the truth. Definitely. And it's trusting that. I think I know yeah. when I was younger, I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust what my little voice was telling me. And I always looked outside to other people. But now I just, I know that my inner guidance, my, I guess my higher self is telling me what to do. And, and I've learned to trust that and go with it. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful. And so what is one final reminder or what you feel like is the most important nugget of wisdom you want to leave with especially people that consider themselves highly sensitive like for them to to thrive in the world and also especially in the in the business online business world I think probably a, a combination of what I've already said about taking a step back to really slow down and trusting trusting in yourself that you've got everything already within you to to do what you want to do and know that know that you can do it yeah I love that and then when we trust ourselves we attract the people that will help us with the things that we're not like yeah that don't That's come so to true. us right yeah That's, and yeah. I think the other I just thought of something else I just quickly wanted to add the other thing yeah. I think which is really important for HSPs is to surround yourself with like-minded people mm. you know have the, the colleagues the the support with people who who know you and who yeah just have that connection I think connection is a huge thing for us yeah I love that I can totally uh, say yes to this it's so mm. we're not meant to be doing it alone and just like having you on my podcast you know it's like mm. um it's so much joy and I have I've been learning so much from you and thank you for doing what you do being such a gift to the world especially to all the highly sensitive entrepreneurs out there and again if you're interested to learn more about the HSP business school Rose is amazing I highly recommend her the link will be in the show notes as well as um, all the other ways how you can connect with Rose, right? So on Instagram, Facebook, you also have a Facebook group, LinkedIn, your website. So I'm going to be dropping all of the show notes. So thank you. thank you. Thank you, Rose, for being here. It was such a joy to have you. Thank you, Anlina. I've loved our talk today. It's been wonderful. 
Beautiful. And thank you, listeners, for being here with us. As always, sending you much love. And I'm excited to be with you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.